Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Happy Friday. <laughs> welcome to a very special edition of NPL Legal Dish. This is my usually Monday through Friday broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Now, why am I on on a Friday and why am I on at four o'clock in the afternoon? Because again, yesterday I had an appointment that ran very long, longer than I expected and I could not go on. Um, so I said I was going to do a makeup session today. All right. Um, are we okay with that? If we're okay with me doing a makeup session, give me a thumbs up. If we not, I'll head out if y'all want me to go. <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. But yes, this is my usually Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, if you're watching me for the first time, because I'm on a different day and a different time, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, creator of NPL Consulting LLC. Thanks guys for the thumbs up. LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Uh, things like getting your, okay, talk to you later. Things like uh, getting your uh, articles of incorporation from the state, getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making reliance so you don't get burned, and for partners, making basic action strategies. Also, hiring policies that don't get you sued for discrimination. I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. That's why I'm here. If you're in the startup phase of your business or if you need you know, or business for a little bit, but you need some structure and you need a legal friend to hold your hand. I'm the girl. Okay. I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you will also be able to download the free bench cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Also at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can find my video trainings on EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, operating agreements, and my business startup basics, uh, video training. Uh, that is basically a crash course in how to be a boss. Uh, and you can also subscribe to the YouTube page and podcast and watch every episode of NPL Legal Dish or listen on the podcast because sometimes, you know, you can't, you can't watch it when I'm live because sometimes I might come on live on a Friday at four o'clock and you, you used to seeing me Monday through Thursday at eight o'clock. I am. Oh, thank you. Shop best on the art. Okay. But that is enough about me. Let's get on to the show for those of you. Cause I know we might have some. Thanks for putting the link in there, Shop Best on the Yard. I know we might have a couple of people pop in who are new, but here's how the show works. I pull stories, news, stories that you guys send me. Actually, I had one sent to me today by 76 Grimke. Uh, story blog sites, anything interesting that I think has lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we discuss them, okay? So this is a time for all of us to ask our questions, to give our comments as long as they are respectful. Okay. This is a space. Hey, Tanya, this is a space for all of us to, you know, have a good time. Let's just, you know, respect each other and do all that. We got enough disrespecting going on in debates and whatever. All right. Hey, Inger. Hey. All right. So let's get crack a lacking. All right. First story that we are talking about tonight. If you ever watched Empire, if you watched Empire, please give me an E in the comments. If you watched Empire with Taraji P. Henson and Terrence Howard, and they had pretty much every celebrity you could think of on that show. If you ever watched Empire, give me an E 
in the comments. Thank you, phenomenal chefs. Okay. Did anybody watch it till the end? I stopped watching, I think, probably after season three. Thank you, AP Jackson. Okay. Um, I did not see the finale of Empire. It, it, got, it got too much. I know it was a soap opera, but after season three, I was good. Um, anyway, if you had not heard, right, Terrence Howard is uh, having a bit of a kerfuffle. Thank you, Zephyrina with the creators of Empire. Um, he is saying that, so do you guys know the logo that they use for Empire that is his face in, in like gold and it's like a silhouette? Um, shot best thing I said after he Hakeem got shot? When he got shot? Um, thank you, Inger. I, see, I didn't even watch. Thank you, Tanya. Um, either way, maybe I need to catch up. Either way, um, if, if you have ever noticed that gold kind of silhouette they have of Terrence Howard's face um, as for Empire, give me a one if you know what I'm talking about. If you know what I'm talking about, okay? If you know what I'm talking about, give me a one. Because it's like a circle, it's gold color, and then it's like his face. Thank you, Phenomenal Chefs. Inger said I stopped after season two. Oh, you didn't even give it two seasons. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, so you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Well, Ernst Howard is very upset with the creators of Empire because he is saying that they used his image without his permission. He said none of the cast um, did photo shoots for, you know, for, for the promo. And he's saying that they took an image of him from the movie Hustle and Flow and, you know, did some movie magic to it. And that is what they used to create the image for Empire. So, uh, uh, what is it? Terrence Howard is probably gearing up for some type of copyright suit. Thank you, Inger, for the one against, uh, Empire. Now, um, new season. I thought the show was over, Tanya. Is Empire over? Um, yes. Wow, right? Uh, and I'm like, how does this even happen? First of all, Terrence Howard has been in, you know, in the entertainment business for years. So I'm sure he has agents and things. And the creators of Empire, you know how this thing works. You have Terrence Howard literally right there on set. Why is it so hard for you to ask his permission to use an image? Um, so Terrence Howard is probably going to be suing the creators of Empire for some type of copyright infringement, violation of right of publicity, because while he was a star on the show, he did not give permission for his image to be used in that format, particularly an image that was not from the show. This was an image from a prior work that he did. That is something else. It has nothing to do with Empire. He's saying that it's a, it's a specific scene from Hustle and Flow when he was performing... It's hard out there for a pimp at some point. Anyway, but um, I want to know from you guys, do you think that Terrence Howard should just kind of, you know, move along and take his empire check? Or does he have a viable a viable case here of copyright infringement or right violation of right of publicity? Because he's saying we never sat down and took photos for, um, for, for, the, for these images. So I don't know where this picture came from, except it looks a lot like me from Hustle and Flow. Do you think Terrence Howard has a viable case here? Hey, Niara, what do you think? 
I think it's, it's totally plausible. I think that the, um, look, I love Empire, but, um, Shop SWR said, I mean, how many seasons did they use? I feel like they use it throughout the whole thing. I don't remember, I never remember not seeing that image because I was like, oh, that's Terrence Howard. And now you want to sue. Oh, yeah, he does. Creating Time said he does. Phenomenal Chef said, get them coins, Terrence. Okay, so most of you are on Terrence's side, except Shop Best on the Yard is saying, now you want to sue. You're saying that he waited too long. Um, and that's another thing, too. How many seasons did Empire run? Empire had at least six seasons. Why are you just now uh, figuring out that they used your image uh, it, it, um, your image without your permission, right? Um, and I know Terrence Howard ain't broke. That man worked too hard to be broke. Um, Inger said, I think he has a case. AP Jackson said the same thing as shot best on the yard. Why didn't he say anything before? Um, shot best on the yard said, I think he waited too long. Now, usually in copyright cases, it may differ from place to place. You have about three years from the time you notice the violation. So, um, I don't know when exactly they started using that image, but if we, if, uh, six seasons, but if we can figure out when the image started being used and when did Terrence Howard notice the violation, then we can kind of figure out if he has a viable case. Um, but if you want Terrence Howard to win, give me a one. If you think that he's doing too much and he waited too long, give me a two. We got four stories, so I can't spend too long on any one story. If you think Terrence should win, give me a one. If you think he should lose, give me a two. Phenomenal Chefs thinks he should win. Okay. I think he should win, too. You like you had me on a show. You could have took my picture while I was in makeup or something. You're just going to go steal my picture from another movie I did. Anyway, um, good luck to Terrence Howard and all his endeavors. Um, Shop Best on the Yard said, I can't remember them not using it. Me too. Like, that picture is very synonymous to Empire with me. Um, all right, but good luck to him. All right, next on our list of stories. Um, is anybody here or has anybody here watched Charm City Kings? Charm City Kings. I did a poll, um, in the stories about this. I asked you guys if you watched it and most of you had not. I know that it is a show on one of the paid services, um, HBO Max. Yes, HBO Max. It's right there. It's a show on HBO Max. Inger, Inger wants Terrence to win. Tanya thinks uh, Terrence should not win. Okay. Okay. Um, Phenomenal Chefs and Shop Best in the Yard have not seen Charm City Kings. Okay. Um, long story short, Charm City Kings is a movie about uh, some kids in Baltimore getting involved in the, the motorcycle scene. Meek Mill stars in it. It's being executive produced by Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, zero for two so far. Okay. Uh, but, uh, it's, um, it's, it's like a coming of age story, right? Um, and it's, it's been airing. I don't know how well it's doing. According to y'all, y'all ain't watched it. So I don't know who else is watching it. I only know of actually one person that I know who's watched it. Right. Um, they, uh, Will, Will Smith and all the people involved with Charm City Kings, they are actually being sued by, uh, a group of producers. Um, if you didn't know, Charm City Kings is based off of a play adaptation called 12 O'Clock Boys that was done in 2013 by a person named Lotfi 
Nathan, right? The problem is uh, Lot v. Nathan may not have been the originator of this play. There are two uh, producers that, by the name of Tajay Mondo and Deafue Mon, Monbo, no, Mambo, no, I'm sorry guys, let me try again. Tajay Monbo and Deafue Monbo. They say that they originally created 12 O'Clock Boys. It was a series. They had one movie in 2001 and one movie in 2003. They've actually been sending cease and desists to, uh, and copyright infringement notices to a lot of different outlets, uh, including movie theaters, Target, um, and they are saying that this guy, Lotfi Nathan, basically ripped off their story and that Charm City Kings, which is an adaptation of that story, is a ripoff of their story. They're saying they used action, they used direct scenes from, from their from their movie, and they're suing for copyright infringement. Now, I have not seen 12 O'Clock Boys, nor have I seen Charm City Kings. But what do you think we would um uh 12 O'Clock Boys, what do you think they would have to prove? to show that Charm City Kings is a ripoff of their original work. What are they going to have to show? And what are they going to need? What do you think? And how did Lotfi Nathan, how did he get by with creating his own 12 o'clock boys in 2013 and you didn't say anything? Right? If you created this movie in 2001 and then you had a sequel in 2003... And this person comes out in 2013, where does this come from? Um, creating time set has to look identical in verbiage, right? Because remember that lady who sued about that Pablo Escobar movie and she said that they stole scenes from her book, but they were like, we didn't use any dialogue. All it was was, you know, some scenes in a hotel and, and a reporter. So yeah, verbiage, if, if the, if the, what do you talk about it? The lines are similar. What else? What else would they have to show? Because I have not seen Charm City Kings and I have not seen 12 O'Clock Boys, but I may have to go watch and see if there are any similarities. Um, but do you think that it is plausible that these two gentlemen's work was ripped off? Um, creating time said, see it. Yes, you do be paying attention. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes. Right. Okay. I can't say for sure whether it was a ripoff. Like I said, I haven't seen either of these works. However, uh, I hope that the 12 o'clock boys at least have, you know, their work copyrighted so that they don't have to prove that they actually created this because that is the first step for you to file for copyright infringement. Nowadays, you have to have a legal copyright. So hopefully they have their copyrights in order. Then they're going to have to show that Lotfi Nathan um, ripped off their story. So we're going to have to look at Lotfi Nathan's play and see what are the similarities between that. And then because Charm City Kings is based off of Lotfi's book or play, I should say, or movie, we would have to, um, th then there, there could be the the implication that there was copyright infringement. Now, I'm not saying that this is not a possibility that it was ripped off. However, if Lotfi created this in 2013, why is this just coming out now when it's it's 2020, it's on HBO Max, 
It's being executive produced by Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. Why are you choosing to come out now? And I'm not saying that they're doing this to like, you know, to get publicity or whatever, but I want to know why is this only coming out now? Or did you not hear about it till now? Right? Because I think you would know if somebody else had a movie called 12 o'clock boys when you made one 10 years prior, but that's just me. That's just me. Okay. Anyway, we'll have to um, wait and see what happens with that because they're in the very beginning stages. Actually, maybe I'll do that this weekend. I'm going to see if I can find 12 o'clock boys and watch it. Or maybe I'll catch up on Charm City Kings while I'm in the house. Okay? All right. Um, before we move on, like I said, we have four stories, so I'm moving kind of quickly today. Uh, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you that you are watching a special edition of NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I am usually on Mondays through Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Central Time. Today is a special day, a special time, because I was not able to get on last night due to unforeseen circumstances, and I did not want to leave you without a show, okay? Um, now, uh, if you are, it, I, I am not only the host of the show, I am a licensed attorney who loves helping small businesses get off their feet. So if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some help getting your life, your business life together, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book a consultation with me so we can work together, okay? All right, moving on. <clears throat> if you have used the app WhatsApp, please give me a W in the comments. If you know the app WhatsApp, give me a W in the comments. If you have family that lives outside the country, you should know what this is because they are all on WhatsApp. If you know WhatsApp, give me a W in the comments. WhatsApp, thank you, Shop Best on the Yard. Whenever I go out, out of the country, WhatsApp is like the exclusive way that I, um, <laughs> Creative Time said, finally, yes, W, yes. Uh, WhatsApp, whenever I go out the country, WhatsApp is like the only way that I communicate because everybody in the world uses WhatsApp. If you didn't know, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. Um, AP Jackson said, have it, but haven't used it. Okay, okay. Um, Shop Best on the Yard said, even the version I... Girl, yes, I was using WhatsApp in South Africa. I was using it in Thailand. Phenomenal Chef said, w yes. WhatsApp, it has been able to bridge the gap in communication for a lot of us. Thank you, Tanya, right? And we all know what the WhatsApp symbol looks like. It's that, that green circle with the, with the white phone in the middle. All that nonsense, right? Um, well, WhatsApp, they are suing a company called Omega Soft Technologies LLC for trademark infringement. Uh, if you looked at my stories yesterday, I posted a picture and it was one of my too close for comfort photos. And it was a picture of the WhatsApp symbol and then also another symbol of a green bubble, a green circle with a B in the middle. And I asked you guys if it was too close for comfort and we were about half and half on the answer. Some, about half of you said yes, about half of you said no. Most of you said no, right? Anyway, um, Omega Soft Technologies, they are launching an app that they are trying to call What's Pay. Um, they are trying to trademark the name What's Pay for their downloadable computer software for electronic wallets. 
So basically, Omega Soft Technology, they have built an electronic wallet, which is where people keep their cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and things like that. And they're trying to call it What's Pay. And not only that, the logo for this What's Pay app is a circle with the uh, with a white B in the middle and a green background. And WhatsApp is like, excuse me, who do you think you are? Because WhatsApp, they are also an app you have to download. And WhatsApp symbol, they are known all over the world. And they are concerned about brand confusion. They don't want people out in these business streets thinking that WhatsApp is associated with what's pay. So now, I want to know from you guys, do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between these two? WhatsApp, which is downloadable software for communication and video and things, and what's pay, which is downloadable software for an electronic wallet. If you were to see WhatsApp and what's pay in an app store, would you think that these two brands were related? What do you guys think? And if you want to know what I'm talking about, I have the results of the of the um, poll in my stories. Mm, 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 mm. What do you guys think? Um, creating time said confusion. Yes, they, yes, they use the same color, same shade. The only thing that was different was the B. Shop best on the yard said possibly. For me, because think about it. What if somebody's trying to run a scam in WhatsApp using What's Pay, right? And you see that symbol. You might be like, oh, this is, this is, you know, this has to be cool because it looks just like WhatsApp. It must be approved by WhatsApp. Because these two are in such close proximity, we are in an age where you can send money on your phone at the tap of a button, right? As well as see anybody. There is absolutely a possibility of confusion here, particularly because in a lot of these apps that we have nowadays, we can send money. Um, Shop Best on the Yard said, I'm sure Mark is planning to monetize WhatsApp further and doesn't want confusion. Absolutely. Creating Time said, right, absolutely. Mark Zuckerberg is not trying to lose a dollar. You think he's going to let a cryptocurrency company or an electronic wallet company come and take this out from under his feet? Inger Braggs Bennett said yes because of the name What's Pay. Absolutely. Not only that, it's not just the logo. It is the name. You're calling your app What's Pay. And we have the app WhatsApp. Why wouldn't I think that they were related, right? Um, Shop Best of the Arts said not one to add. Right. Mark Zuckerberg said, look, I got a baby I got to raise. I got tech, I got a wife I got to support. I need all my money. The government keep calling me for congressional hearings. No thank you. No What's Pay. Anyway, WhatsApp is out here coming for what's pays neck. Um, and I, I actually hope they win because I think this is kind of sloppy on the side of Omega Soft Technologies. You know that people are going to confuse this with WhatsApp or think that they're related, right? And then like I always tell you, you don't want to build your brand off someone else's back because you don't know what's going to happen to them, right? Um, so good luck to WhatsApp. I hope you get all your money. Um, Okay. All right. We are moving along quite well. We have one more story before we end. Do we have any more questions before we move on? Because this last one is pretty quick. It's pretty quick. Mm-mm-mm. Uh-uh-uh. Um, Shop Best in the Yard said, yeah, they are probably hoping for the confusion. Right. They probably are because that's how you get people. When, pe- when you have a brand that people recognize 
you know, they don't think twice about pressing that button when they see it because that brand, that logo, it comes with a level of confidence, right? That's why people scam using pay when you get them them phishing emails from like, you know, PayPal with a with an accent or whatever. They're trying to use the brand name because they know that that name it uh, ushers in a certain amount of confidence, okay? All right. Um, moving on to our last story of the evening, which is, yes, Shop SNR, like the no like and trust factor. That's right. King Ashley and all up in here. All right. Last story that we are talking about. This is the title story for the evening. No girls allowed. If you are a member of a Greek sorority, please give me a... Give me a G in the comments. If you are a member of a, of a, I'm not a Greek sorority, a Greek organization, fraternity, sorority, whatever, give me a G in the comments. Um, all right. Give me a G in the comments and let me know which one you're a part of. Do we have any deltas, any AKAs, Qs, Sigmas, shop S on the yard said our family members are AP Jackson gave me a G. Which one AP Jackson? Um, what else is there? Sigma, Gamma, Rose, Zetas, Iotas, Alphas, Kappas. I know there's like the Divine Nine. You're an AKA AP Jackson? Okay. That was G. Okay. All right. And usually in these Greek societies, they're, 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 they're single gender, right? Your, your moms, aunts, cousins, or Zetas? Okay. They're usually single gender. Deltas, AKAs, women. Kappas, alphas, men, right? They don't allow the other gender in. There is a Greek organization out at the University of Michigan called the Sigma Phi Society. They are an all-male fraternity, or they were, that chapter. They allowed a woman to be accepted into the chapter. This is a fraternity. And because they allowed a woman into the chapter, which is in an all-male society, Irizeta, okay, the overarching body of this Greek organization basically told them that they can't use the trademark anymore. They said, you can no longer, hey, that Brandon guy, they said, you can no longer use our Greek letters, our symbol, you are no longer associated with us because we don't stand for you accepting women into our organization, right? Now, do you think that that is a, this is more of a moral question because they're not doing anything wrong. It's their trademark. They can do what they want with it. But do you think that that is enough grounds to disallow someone to use your trademark. Now, these these society members, they've paid their dues. They haven't done anything wrong. They've been following the rules. All they have done is allow a member of the opposite sex into this organization. And because of that, the organization is basically stripping them of the ability to use their Greek letters. AP Jackson, as an AKA, if the AKAs allowed a male member, and they'd said, you know, in your chapter... 
And then the overarching AKA society said that your chapter can no longer use the letters. How would you feel about that? Shop Best in the Yard said yes for private organizations, right? It is a private organization. Absolutely. But what, what, what kind of message does that send out? Eugene, Ch Ch Eugene CHV, hi. What kind of message does that send out? Now, on, on, a, on a principled level, you know, in terms of equality, I'm like, how, you know, how dare you keep women out? However, these societies are created, you know, to, to create camaraderie amongst groups. So I understand, you know, on a level why they, they usually are single gender. However, if there was nothing in the rules necessarily preventing it, and this was just kind of the preference of the organization, is it, per, is it okay for them to disallow them to use the Greek organization's marks because they did something they didn't like. Hmm? What do you guys think about that? So, um, AP Jackson, I'm going to pick on you again. If you found out that the AKAs or your particular chapter of AKA where you crossed was allowing male members, how would you feel about that? I'm going to wait for AP Jackson to give me her opinion. Who else is in here? Somebody said they were a Zeta. Creating time... Creating time, um, how would you feel if they started letting uh, men into the Zetas? A.P. Jackson said, our acceptance comes from the top. Did the person lie on their gender? Well, I, I don't know what you mean by acceptance from the top. Um, like, is there, there's like a governing body and the chapter doesn't choose? Because I've never tried to join a Greek organization. I don't understand how they work. Um, so I guess the chapter doesn't accept the person the, the, the governing body does. Is that how it works? Hey, Smith Legal Solutions. Um, I don't know if the person lied on their gender. I don't know if the person was, you know, gender nonconforming or whatever. We just know that the person was identified as a female and was accepted into a male society. And because of that, they have basically stripped them of their letters. Shop Best on the Yard said, I've seen members of the organization stripped of their letters because of what is considered immoral behavior. Henoptitious Academy, hello. But is allowing a woman into an all-male society immoral behavior? Because I've heard of that too. They they stripped, remember they had that um that reality show, Sorority Sisters or whatever, and then all them girls got stripped of their letters? Um, creating Time said then it would be a sorority. Would it be a sorority if they allowed one woman? Or is it just simply an organization? What? Uh, creating time, I think you may have misspelled something. Um, either way, um, oh, that's exactly what you're talking about, that show. Yes, yes, exactly, right? I've seen, I've seen, we've seen... Greek organizations strip people because of, yes, immoral behavior. You acting a fool on TV. You're embarrassing the organization. But is allowing a one woman into one chapter of your organization enough of immoral behavior or, you know, against the code of conduct to strip them of their letters? Um, AP Jackson said, the chapter submits the list of recommended members and is accepted by H HQ. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I... I, I don't know the uh, how everything went, but maybe they submitted the names and HQ said no and they let the person in anyway. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe they're being stripped of it because they vi violated that. 
Um, but either way, this, uh, you know, th that is the power that you have when you have a trademark. You get to say who can and cannot use it. Shop Best on the Yard said, if gender is not specified, then it's wrong. But if it's specified, then yes, it should be okay. Well, um, somebody, if you want to do some research on the Sigma Phi Society, um, give yourself a little bit of homework today because we're supposed to be home anyway. And see what their rules say about allowing women in. Um, but th again, this is the power that you have when you have a trademark. You want people to represent your values. This organization does not accept women. So because this chapter is accepting women, you no longer represent our values. So you may no longer use our trademark. Um, AP Jackson said, if that happened, then yep. Shop Best in the Yard said, normally the organizations specify qualifications. Inger Braggs Bennett said, but why would a woman want to join a frat when they could have joined a sorority? Again, we don't know what the situation was. This is a person who may have been trans. This is a person who may be gender nonconforming. Or maybe they were just like, look, I just want to be here. I'm a girl, but you know, I want to hang with the boys. We don't know. We just know that this person was identified as female, and because of that, the organization has been stripped of their letters. Okay, but there are many, many different reasons as to why they may have want to join, may have wanted to join an all-male society. All right. But um, good luck to them. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll form their own offshoot or whatever. All right. But uh, those were the stories that I wanted to share with you. Uh, we ran a little bit over time. Again, I want to apologize for not being on last night. It was out of my control, but I still wanted to get on here and talk to y'all. Y'all know you my people. I don't want to leave you hanging. Um, <clears throat> I want you guys to take care of yourselves this weekend. Uh, you know, go for a nature walk, social distance nature walk, wear your masks. Um, oh, thank you, Smith Legal Solutions. Guys, if you want more business tips, look, I know I'm not here all the time, but you should check out Smith Legal Solutions too, because she be, she be bringing the sauce, okay? Um, but yes, but uh, that is where I'm going to leave you for the weekend. Take care of yourselves, be well, take care of each other, and I will see you on Monday at 8 p.m., okay? Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>